0: So here's something you might want to share with your liberal friends, because liberals are wrapped in the narrative of the mainstream media. They never get out of it. They never hear what we're talking about. They don't know what we believe. They know we're evil, but they don't know who we are or what we think. And so they get wrapped in this narrative. And the narrative about Barack Obama is that everything that went wrong during the Obama administration was George W. Bush's fault. And then everything that went right in Donald Trump's administration was to Obama's credit. So everything, the the fact that Obama's presidency was really kind of a disaster is Bush's fault. And the fact that Trump's presidency really went very well is to Obama's credit. So so all the Republicans are just kind of erased. All their uh, achievements are just erased. And all of Obama's failures are likewise made invisible. But let's take a look for a minute. Let's take a look at what really happened. And one thing about Obama is people keep talking about how much People like him. And it's true. People do like him with Donald Trump. He is usually listed as one of the most loved and trusted people in the country. Trump as well. Trump and Obama. But people did not like his policies. If you watched carefully, the Democrats lost almost everything. Almost everybody except Obama was chased out of office during the Obama administration because people hated Obama's overarching, overreaching government policies. So by the, the Democrats lost something like 1100 seats nationwide uh, as the Republicans came in. Of course, they've won some of them back under Trump because the, the people who are in power are always losing seats. So what really happened? First of all, let's, let's start with a couple of things, just a couple of massive failures. I can't detail everything, but a couple of massive fa- failures. The first big one is foreign policy. George W. Bush got us into the wars in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And the war in Iraq was badly done. It was badly done. It went on and on and on. And we had this idea that somehow we had to fix Iraq and install a democracy. I mean, that's not really what it was all about, but that's the way he ran it. As it devolved into a disaster, George W. Bush, toward the end of his presidency, had to make a decision about whether to have what he called a surge, which is sending in 20,000 more troops. Everyone, including Joe Biden, Everyone said, this is a disaster. Do not do it. You've already ruined everything. Just get out while you still can. But George W. Bush had the courage of his convictions and he sent 20,000 troops in and it ended effectively the war in Iraq. We won the war in Iraq. When Obama took office, there were not, in the month before Obama took office, there were no American casualties in Iraq after it's been a long time disaster. So the war was essentially won. Obama, during his campaign foolishly promised that we would surge in Afghanistan and pull out of Iraq. Why was that foolish? Well, It it made sense to the people listening to Obama because they didn't know what was going on and they thought, well, the 9-11 attacks were launched out of Afghanistan, so it's fair to go to war in Afghanistan. But Afghanistan is not really a country, it's just a collection of tribes, so there's no way to win a war in Afghanistan, whereas Iraq was actually a civilization. There was a way to go in there and transform that society once we won. So Obama surged in Afghanistan, which did absolutely nothing except get more of our guys killed for nothing, and... Then he pulled out of Iraq and he pulled out against a lot of advice. He pulled out everybody. He didn't leave anybody there to keep the peace. Well, what happened? Al-Qaeda reconstituted itself. The terrorists reconstituted themselves as ISIS, and they took over a caliphate the size of Ohio in Syria and Iraq. Now, this was a huge deal. And the reason it's a huge deal is part of the predictions, the the, uh, forecasts, of the islamic triumph over all the earth is that they will establish a caliphate and they'll establish the caliphate over all the earth and this has to be a piece of territory so the fact that isis ruled a piece of territory as large as an american state was very inspiring to would-be terrorists around the world and one of the things that was happening is isis was calling on terrorists around the world to strike even if they didn't have the support of the main body of the ISIS terrorists. And that was happening. There was the Bastille Day vehicular attack. uh, There was the murder of a French police officer uh, and his partner. And of course, there was the mass murder we all remember at the nightclub in Orlando, Florida, where the guy said, I'm killing people on behalf of ISIS. And every time this happened, Obama would say, well, you know, that's just a lone wolf attack. But no, it wasn't. It was inspired by the ISIS caliphate, by the fact that they thought, oh, here it comes. Here comes our triumph of the world, right? Obama started having these really weak bombing runs over the caliphate, but they did nothing. He promised that he, there would be a red line drawn in the sand if Syria started to use, uh, you know, poison gas. They did. He did nothing. Donald Trump came into office and he said to his people, he changed the rules of engagement. He said, go in there and kill these guys, isolate them, encircle them, and destroy them. And they did. And the caliphate was gone like that. It really was. They went it went from Ohio to nothing, really, in a very, very short period of time. The press, if you go in and look this up, it's amazing. It's hilarious. The press says, well, you know, Obama started these bombing missions. And by the time Trump took office, the caliphate was gone. Completely false. That's a completely false narrative. Obama let this happen. When they said, isn't ISIS taking over a lot of territory? He said, that's just the JV team. We don't have to worry about that. He left the Middle East on fire. He took over a Middle East in which we had basically won the war on terror and he left it and it went, it caught fire. And he, that was his disaster. And Donald Trump cleaned it up. Now, another thing is the economy. And this is another thing people just don't, it's very, this is very difficult to understand. The crash in 2008 that caused the the disaster to our economy came about because of Democrat policies. Barney Frank and other Democrats engineered an attack on the banking system saying they weren't loaning money to people because they were black. They were redlining people because they were black. That wasn't true. Even the New York Times, when they investigated and found they weren't loaning people to people who couldn't pay the loans back but they put the democrats put pressure on banks to loan mortgages to people who couldn't pay them back and they basically guaranteed those loans with government money now the people who were making these bad loans had to do something with them the banks and so they gave them to wall street and wall street would bundle them up and hide them in these packages and spread them out and sell them throughout the economy then the real estate market stopped it stopped increasing it went back it had a crash That crash spread through the entire economy. Now, Wall Street was to blame for passing off these bad loans, but the bad loans were there because of the Democrats, especially Barney Frank. George W. Bush warned them again and again to stop making bad loans, to stop insisting that banks made bad loans. And Barney Frank said, I'll roll the dice. That's what he, those were his words. I will roll, I'm willing to roll the dice. He rolled the dice. They came up snake eyes. The economy crashed. Okay, now Obama comes into office. The day Obama was elected, the night Obama was elected, a conservative friend of mine called me up depressed. He was depressed that Obama had uh, taken office. And and he said, you know, whenever the economy crashes like that, it bounces back at the same level it crashed. It usually crashes and recovers in a kind of V shape. The same level of crash is the level of recovery you get. And my friend said, there's going to be a recovery no matter what Obama does. And he's going to get the credit for it. And people will think the crash is Bush's fault. Well, Obama was so incompetent and so unwilling to listen to anybody else's ideas and so certain that he was the expert who knew how to handle things, that he burdened the comeback of the economy with incredible regulations, regulations which, if you look at them, helped his political friends. He burdened it with debt. He burdened it with uh, the Obamacare bill that sucked all the Economic air out of the room, and the economy was the weakest recovery in history. It should have been one of the strongest recoveries in history, but it was one of the weakest because of Obama's policies. So they keep selling you the narrative well, Obama had a wonderful recovery. That recovery would have happened no matter what. Okay, it just would have happened no matter what. When the economy crashes in America, it recovers. usually at the same rate, but instead we had one of the weakest recoveries ever because of Obama's policies. When Donald Trump came into office, he did two things. He cut taxes and he started to peel back those regulations. Those regulations are just crushing. Some of those regulations, by the way, were written by Barney Frank, the guy who helped crash the economy, actually wrote the rules for how to run the economy. And what he did was he stuck a lot of government regulators into boardrooms and offices, and that also held the economy back. Donald Trump was business friendly, he cut taxes, he cut regulations, and the economy took off. And everybody was like, well, that's a co- Obama's recovery. No, that was Donald Trump taking Obama's foot off the brake. That was what it was. He was taking Obama's foot off the brake and the economy recovered very quickly. And, you know, obviously the flu, the Chinese flu, has hurt that recovery. The lockdown actually has hurt the recovery. That's why the Democrats don't want the lockdowns to end. That's why they keep insisting, no, no, we can't open schools. But really, if we reopen, the minute we reopen, who do you think is going to do a better job with the economy, Trump or any Democrat? It's obviously Trump. And the final thing is the scandals. Everybody attacks Donald Trump. There have been so many non-scandal scandals under Donald Trump's during Donald Trump's administration. The Russia scandal, absolute nonsense. The Ukraine scandal, total nonsense. Stormy Daniels, well, okay, that was a real sex scandal, but it was something that happened, it was a consensual relationship that happened before he was elected president. We all knew when we elected him, he was a billionaire playboy. That was his job, being a billionaire playboy. So the fact that he was going out with Stormy Daniels was not exactly a shock, but they played it for everything they're worth. All Trump has to do is say good morning and it becomes a scandal. And they had this you can go back and watch the press saying, but the Obama administration, that was scandal free. Well, that was untrue. It was only scandal free because the press let the scandals die. They didn't really follow up when the IRS silenced opposition voices during uh, Obama's re-election campaign. The IRS held back giving uh, tax relief to organizations formed by the Tea Party so that they would be silenced during the re-election campaign. That's a tremendous scandal. That's using the IRS to suppress the vote. If a Republican did that, he would have been impeached. And rightly so, Obama skated. Okay, the lie about Benghazi, the killings at Benghazi being a about a video instead of a terrorist attack. Obama lied about it. Hillary Clinton, his secretary of state, lied about it with the coffins of the dead in back of her. She said this was to blame for a video. They knew almost right away it was not to blame for a video. It was a 9-11 attack. It was a terrorist attack. But Obama was campaigning on the idea that he had stopped the terrorists because he had killed Osama bin Laden. He had stopped the terrorists. So it couldn't have been a terrorist attack. So they lied about it. Fast and furious where they sold guns to criminals and then let the guns disappear and then thought they would use those statistics to say how bad guns were. Just again and again, Obama was a dishonest Paul who used the levers of power to suppress the vote and ensure his reelection. He was a dirty Paul. He was a massively incompetent Paul. And Trump, really, they've pulled everything they can. They've come after him with the CIA. They came after him with the FBI. They haven't gotten one real scandal on him, and he's actually done a competent job. And that's the real narrative. That is the real narrative about the Obama administration, incompetence and corruption.